I'm Lucille McCart. And I'm Chantelle Otten. And, and this, this is Give Me a Buzz. We're from Bumble and we're taking you on a deep dive into the world of modern dating and relationships. In this show, we'll be having candid conversations with special guests and giving you the expert advice you need to boost your confidence and get you excited about your own dating life. Follow the podcast so you never miss an episode. We can't wait to share this season with you. See See you next next week. week. We love love you. you. Bye. Hello, I'm Jessie Ware and I am a singer. I'm a songwriter. I am a podcaster. I do some telly stuff too. I do, basically, and in my spare time, I'm a teapot. Um, no, I like, yeah, I do a bit of everything. Jack of all trades. Um, but most of the time, and why I'm here this week, is because I'm a singer. Explain teapot to me. Is that an English thing? I don't know. My grandma used to say it. It's like when somebody goes, says that they do everything, and in their spare time, they're a teapot. Okay, nice. Welcome to Introducing. It's time to introduce you to someone else. And I just realised, I think, when telling people about this, that um, I'm the one that's late to the party here. Jessie Ware. What a talent. What a lovely lady. I got to catch up with her before she shot off out of here. She was hours away from getting on a plane back to the UK, back home. New album, That! Exclamation mark. Feels good! Exclamation mark. Does exactly what it says on the tin. I just do exactly what it says on the tin. Thank you, Liam Gallagher. Um, she supported Harry Styles on his USA tour last year. He brought her on stage for a duet as well. How nice. She's also dabbled in the world of podcasting. And when I say dabbled, that's that's misrepresenting her. She is pretty big in the podcasting game. Um, Table Manners, the number one podcast with her mum. She's had guests like Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran, Nigella Lawson, Paul McCartney, Kylie Minogue. And now I have her as a guest on mine. As I was driving in with my daughter, who's on school holidays, who has um, a very cool T-shirt that you just gave her. Yes, um, Mary Swiftmas. God, she's killing it, Taylor, she, with all the merch. Are right? you serious? I mean, like she is just. And I went and saw the movie, and I was always like, "Come on, Taylor!" And, I, and now I'm a full convert. Really? Yeah. How can you not be? I just, I'm interested to see. I mean, no one can get tickets for the show. No, I got one ticket, and then I um, tried to get my daughter um, a ticket, and I was on the kind of ticket thing on on my phone yeah. as I was driving, but in a, in a safe way. Sensibly, yeah. And I just I saw I got in, and I hit confirm, and I accidentally, I accidentally bought a thirteen hundred dollar VIP package with merch. Now you're the best dad ever. Yeah, that's right. Um, you've got three children, and you're um, you've been you've been here for a, a few a few days with mm. the um, the summer camp shows. Um, how is it doing what you do and also being a mum? Like, I mean, that is the hardest part of it, wouldn't it be traveling and then also getting home and having to put that teapot hat back on? Yeah, or? I think um, it's it's been really amazing being able to do this, particularly without children, I think, as well. Like, no offence to my gorgeous kids, but yeah. the idea of bringing them on a long haul to be here for five days is yeah. just mental. Um, so, yeah, when I, you know, this is the end of my touring, um, and this has kind of been touring, but also, like, I haven't been to Australia for, like, over 10 years, so this has also been me reintroducing myself to people or yeah. introducing myself for the first time because people weren't listening to me 10 years ago. I don't know. So it's yeah. been amazing. But when I get back, it's, you know, I need to really buckle up and be mum yeah, and and just be 
the person that's taking them to school, that's picking them up. Because yeah. I haven't been able to do that really since like September. And I don't want that to ever feel like it's a novelty for them. Like yeah. We obviously have these bursts of time where I'm on tour. I never go on tour for longer than kind of two and a half, three weeks. But they've all kind of been together quite closely. So I just want to kind of have a bit of a routine when I get back. But yeah, it's really hard. And it's also really hard on my husband because... Um, He's I'm I'm pooped, mm-hmm. but I need to be I need to like take You're over. You're not allowed to be tired when you get home. No, and I don't do anything like you do. But when, you, no. when I travel for work, yeah, no matter how tired I am, when I walk through there, you, you gotta have be to fresh be fresh as it. a daisy. Yeah, yeah. Give the performance of your life <laughs> yes. as best mum in the world. So yeah, I'm excited to see them, of course, and I'm excited to kind of just. Do the mundane stuff, like not it even like doing the sh- food shop. Yeah, best you of both I mean? worlds though is kind of the coolest. We're thing. so lucky. Yeah, I do the best job in the world. I do so many different jobs. Yeah. It's freaking cool. But like Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age always said, "Like, there's nothing better than going home, but there's nothing better than leaving home too." <laughs> 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 like, you got to admit that when you when you walked out the door to come here, must have been a little. Sneaky little uh, chuckle. Look, you know what? It definitely, like, it was easier this time. I think the first time when I went to America, and it was kind of the first run of the shows that was in October, I was teary when I said goodbye. I felt, and then you get quite used to it, and it's kind of quite yeah. fun. And yeah. that's why I need to go back to reality. Yeah, straight I, away. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, and separate fights and um, white bottoms Good. and do all, bath all times. the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very quickly, we will talk about music, I promise. But um, being a podcaster, because this is kind of like I, I've I've done radio and I've started this, and I think podcasts are like the new children's book. Like now, oh wow, everyone's got a podcast. Well, everyone remember everyone wrote a children's book for a while yeah like if you're slightly famous yeah. you release the children's yeah. book yeah um how, give me a mark out of 10 you walked into my digs uh, this is incredibly okay, professional good. you have three cameras yeah on I the think go like two of them work <laughs> no. you've got um uh, you've got a, 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 a you've got your own font yeah. uh, your own kind of yeah your own thing um <laughs> you've got a studio I mean, where I do think you and your mum do, do yours from? We do them wherever. in our kitchens, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's uh, that's what's good about it. Yeah, yeah our sounds pretty shocking um, because well, no, it's not shocking. It's amazing. Yeah. Our producer's amazing, yeah. but like, it's not necessarily ideal for um, uh, her having to sort out like us chomping because we eat in our podcast, so we cook a meal for um, our guest. Yes, and so you know, she, my poor producers, like having to cut out like. You know, masticating, disgusting, <laughs> slurpy, disgusting sounds. You do love food. I heard a podcast you did only a couple of days ago here in Australia, but in Melbourne when you were. And look, we go nationally, and I've got a lot. I used to live in Melbourne, and a lot of Melbourne friends. But, but you kind of said that Melbourne was better than Sydney food wise. Well, that's the reputation that Melbourne has, right? And I. I have to say, <laughs> I haven't had enough time in Sydney this time. So I had like four or five days in Melbourne yeah. and it was the worst weather in the world. Right. So what do you do? You eat. Yes. And it was amazing. Now, I have no doubt that Sydney would give me the goods if I had more time. We've got to go on now. There was a few, there was about 10 years ago where we could, you couldn't get a good cup of coffee here. And as soon as everyone learned how to make coffee by the beach, it's like everyone's like, bang, we're sorted here. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I believe in you, Sydney. Yeah. Um, but Melbourne killed <laughs> Melbourne's it. Melbourne's pretty amazing. Melbourne killed it. Your show in Melbourne looked amazing, though, yeah. in the torrential rain. <gasps> yeah, I that... did feel like Taylor Swift then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that... The shows have been great. How, how was Sydney yesterday? 
Sydney was fantastic. It's, yeah, um, I saw a lot of people. I was actually driving the, the girl that you just met uh, yeah. to her fourth party of the weekend and we were driving <laughs> through your crowd, well, the crowd for the festival, and it was the most happy-looking, best-dressed, eclectic group of people. It must be amazing to... to. Uh, it feels like they must feel good before you even get out on stage and then you get to make them feel that extra special. Listen, they are fabulous and they make the um, utmost effort um, in what they wear and how they how much generosity they give me. So, yeah, it's the least I can do is uh, just keep the party going. It was amazing. I've, you know, like I said, I haven't been here for over 10 years and I did a really cool festival called Laneway. Oh, yes. And, you know, it was a lot of kind of head nodding people that uh-huh. I was on like a kind of side stage and I had one album out at that time. It was not disco. It was kind of electronic soul. it would soul. have been like 40 degrees as well. It was, I Everyone, liked that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I hadn't learned about not wearing really high platform <laughs> shoes on stage. I remember like wobbling around in Sydney and it, um, and then um, met some amazing artists, had the most wonderful time, but, you know, didn't have five albums worth of material or yeah. five, t- over 10 years of, of, of people listening to me so um it was it, it was brilliant but yeah it was it was really lovely to meet my fans here and and they've grown and they are loud and proud and i love it so five albums in i, I am consciously time because you are chuffing off home after this chat chuffing. but um but tell us about growing up because obviously you I mean you're doing a podcast with your mum so i'm assuming and this is just a great i'm assuming you had a very supportive creative uh home life growing up that was filled with music and and, and fun and, and things was this something that you were always going to do no i was like <laughs> i made that all up i i know like <laughs> you know we listen to music my mum's a social worker um and my dad um didn't live with us, but he was an investigative journalist. Like they weren't. Did he work for Panorama? Is yeah, that... he still does. Yeah, he's like a dinosaur now. That's but like, like synonymous yeah. here for with oh, the really? Diana, the Princess Diana interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Panorama interview. Yeah, That's yeah, whenever yeah, I right. see that, I go. Ooh. So it's kind of a current affairs <laughs> yes. uh, program. Yeah. Um, oh, so maybe it was it wasn't filled with music then? <laughs> it was filled with like my mum's vinyl collection and the radio and Kylie and Jason and you know um, the Dirty <laughs> Dancing soundtrack and okay. stuff like that. But like it was. I obviously loved music, but I would sing in a choir when the age of 10. And that's kind of when I learned that I had a bit of a voice. But I was like a dumpy kid that like (laughs) kind of got the main parts in the school musical, I think, because of my voice, not necessarily because of my acting abilities and because I was kind of nice and probably easy to I don't know like it wasn't yeah. like we weren't jazz hands right. but I the, did love musical theatre but like I'd always get a cold before the performance because I kind of had like complete <laughs> like anxiety and I'd be like sniffling my way through my solo and my mum would be a pushy Jewish mother and be like sing out um, so yeah like it was creative but like I went to quite an academic school yeah. it had be- it was brilliant music um, there actually that none of my friends who went on to do music used such as um Florence Welch she was like already in a really cool band um, and playing like Scots and stuff and then there was a band called the Maccabees who were really brilliant and they broke up now but like you know so I was around lots of creative brilliant people but I didn't go to like fame or like you know the Brit school have you heard of that where yeah yeah. yeah. but um, the fam my family was we listened to music we 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 went to the theatre what was on your mum like the one thing you remember in your mum's vinyl collection um, like Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb, Guilty, yeah. uh, Woman in Love, um, uh, Manhattan Transfer, uh, Aretha, um, The Beatles. It was kind of stuff like that. We'd, um, we, we, 
I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm, maybe I'm playing it down, but it wasn't, you yeah. know, it wasn't this bohemian well, I guess everyone's childhood is just their childhood, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it was, my mum encouraged me and I, I mean, I got a really good education and I was supposed to go and get a serious job. I was going to say, what were you supposed to be doing? <laughs> well, I was, I think I was quite, I was quite enamoured by my parents' jobs. You know, I found my mum's work as a social worker fascinating and I used to work as in my like, school holidays as a court clerk where you'd write, take notes of what was said in court. That's pretty That was cool. with like family law. Oh, okay. And I found that quite, I mean, heartbreaking, but also really interesting. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'll, I'll go and do family law because that sounds really interesting and you advocate for people and um, you try and improve a situation. Mm. Or, um, and so I had a place at law school. Um, I did English at uni, but I had a place at law school. And then my friend asked me to be a backing singer for him. And I was like, oh, I'll just defer it. And, um, I'll go and tour for a bit. And my mum was really like, yeah, go and do it. Like, go and have fun. You can, law can wait. And then yeah. what happened was I got signed and then it wasn't on the cards. It wasn't like, I'm going to be a star. It was like yeah. other people being really cool and believing in me a lot. Yeah. And having a, obviously a good, feels like a good support network with yeah. you. So you can try, so you can fail if you need totally. to. Totally. And I didn't expect it to last as long as it did. And I was kind of very, very um, prepared to go and get a proper job. But I, I think it's still funny. haven't got one. You have MasterChef in the UK. We have MasterChef here. And yes. I feel like 90% of the MasterChef contestants are lawyers because <laughs> they're like, you know what? I want to do something that's fun and enjoyable. Oh, my goodness. I actually <laughs> met one of the MasterChef um Judges the other day. Uh, Australian one? Yes. Would have been Matt Preston, I'd say. No, it was a woman. Pastry master, dessert masters. Now she's on dessert masters or pastry masters. <laughs> Something um, like that. Uh, uh, Melissa Leome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Why not? And we shared a burger and she had a Gibson and I had a dirty martini and we met each other. It was. It, it felt the most kind of fabulous. Hey, was this set up or was this like a by chance meeting? Or It's been, a, this is the thing. <laughs> this, this, this trip has been really giving. Yeah. I did my gig at summer camp uh, in Melbourne and I had this pen friend who had been recommended to me by my friend who was, is from um, Australia. And she was like, you've got to meet my friend Anne. She's like really great at um, food spots. And I, that's like yeah. talking my language. Yeah. So me and Ange hadn't met, but we went out for lunch and then Ange came to my show. What turned, I, what I didn't realize was Ange was, is like a super fan of mine. So has read my book, listens to my podcast religiously, quoted it back to me after a few dirty martinis, yes. um, but also had the best spot. So we went for this late night burger that Gimlet in yes, Melbourne does. Gimlet, amazing. And her girlfriend, came in, who's a stylist. I, usually I'm going home to the kids and going to bed, but when you're in one night in Melbourne, baby, like we're, we're drinking dirty martinis and having burgers at Gimlet and um, with a MasterChef judge. Um, and, and I was just like, this is the greatest night of my life. So you weren't expecting to get signed. Talk, talk to me about um, getting to release a debut album and the work that was involved in that. Was that something that came naturally? Was that the hardest thing you've ever had to do in your life to put uh, devotion together in 2012? I think it was a lot of kind of faking it till I make it in the studio, but also finding the right people. I had this amazing mentor who was in this very critically acclaimed band called The Invisible. His name is David Kumu and he's fantastic. And we were kind of set up and we did a session together and I talked about my love for Sade. And I think I was loving the House of Balloons weekend trilogy thing at the time. And I was like, I want to do soul, but with electronic music, because I've been, 
that's what I've grown up on. I, and I, I was doing dance vocals before that. And he was the most brilliant, kind, fantastic person. I was like, I like Prince. He was like, well, maybe you should listen to more Grace Jones. And I was like, okay, great. So it was like, I learned so much from him. It was the most nurturing environment. We got away. I think I got signed actually on a development deal where I was supposed to do an EP. Yeah. And that EP never came out. So props to the label. They let me do the album instead. And it did really, really well. Well, nominated for a Mercury Prize. Yeah. That's as that's almost like as good as it's going to get yeah. for a debut album. Yeah. So was the pressure then just fully on, or, or think, were you like, yeah. "No, I'm good at this." No, I think I felt like I, the pressure was on, and it was a bit terrifying. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't feel necessarily prepared for it, um, but I think it was always people willing me on in the way that they believed in me. But I was just kind of then felt like I was playing catch up. But it was nice to be up for a Mercury this time on the fifth record because yes. I was like, okay, I actually do know what I'm doing now. Really do. And yes. Five I do. albums and yeah, and yeah. I feel like I, you know, it's nice to get a nod, but like it was just I could enjoy it more. And great collaborations, I think it was like that's a good sign of like people wanting to work with other people. And yeah. I also I say this to a lot of people who come through here, like it feels like as someone who's not in the music business but clearly desperate yeah. to be, which is why I have this podcast. <laughs> but like it feels like a really lovely environment. Everyone seems to really like each other as opposed to this whole kind of snarling behind your back going, that person sucks. Or maybe there's obviously a bit of that. Because I'm sure there's a bit well, of Well, there's a lot of that. <laughs> but on the surface, it feels like a very friendly, lovely place to be. I think, yeah. I mean, it depends who you're working with, right? But yeah. like we, I've had such, I, I'm, I feel like if you are allowed to be a musician and you're allowed to put music out, then my main the most important thing for me is that if I'm going to make music that is going to be so um, synonymous with 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 a moment in my life and 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 so in, in te- like I mean it's memories, right? You mm-hmm. remember that time that you listened to that song. You remember? Well, I remember the time that I made that song. So I want to be with good people, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. want to have good memories with them. Um, I'm fascinated by Donna Summer and I've, you know, you think about that Georgia Moroda um, connection that she had and how it was the most amazing time in the studio. And then she, when she got hit it really big, they put her in the studio with Quincy Jones and apparently they didn't get on that well. And I'm, I mean, I think there's some absolute killer songs on that record, but like, I find that, you know, does that tarnish that those songs probably It probably did for her. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all about making good memories, eating really good food whilst you're in the studio <laughs> and having a good time. So uh, that exclamation mark feels good exclamation yeah. mark. Um, you must be very proud of this album. It is, it's it's a banger from the start. Thank you. How do you feel going? Because, I mean, again, five albums is no mean feat and I'm sure there's many more to come. But how do you feel about, say, album two, track five? Like, do you go back and go... Oh, no, I, don't, I could never listen to that. Or uh, is this a snapshot in time for you? Or are you kind of always I, moving forward? I think it's a snapshot in time for me. And I think you have to be kind to yourself. To be, I'm sure there's lots of things I wouldn't do now. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, I loved how you thought I was specifically talking about album two, track five. And I was no, thinking- but like, no. <laughs> but but I can't, yeah, there's, <laughs> totally. I think that mistakes are made, but they're kind of human. and yes. And also... I think I probably have more, well, of course I have more wisdom about like, it's easy to reflect now, right? And say what I should have, would have come. But I I have to think back fondly because I think that they were all like stepping stones to get me here. And there was a reason that I got to get to a a second record, got to do a third record because some people really liked something on there. And I'm really proud of everything I've done. And I kind of like that mistakes too. Yeah. What's next when you get home? Anything big on the on the cards or are you chilling out for a little bit? So I am 
I'm on the telly at the moment doing this um, TV show. It's like a talent show for a musical theatre for Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah, it's been really it fun. fun? Yeah. And we've got a live final when I get home. Okay. So that's going to be really nice to reconnect with the the contestants and the judges. And my I daughter Abba was still just kicking goals like crazy. Which one? Abba. Just, oh yeah. I mean, have you seen just, the Voyage thing it's in amazing. London? Everyone, even it's my really non Abba friends, which is a lot of them, because I'm a 42 year old man from Australia, <laughs> but they go back and they go, that was magical. That's the thing. You can't. People can try and knock Abba, but you can't knock the songwriting and the way that it's so it's brilliantly crafted. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm so, I've got so much respect for Abba, and and it's great. Abba Voyage is amazing. In fifty years, do you see yourself as an avatar somewhere, just still singing songs uh, from this I album? I mean, I'd like mm, in fifty <laughs> years. I mean, I'd like, to, I'd like to still be doing it, but I'm happy to have the avatar which I'm younger in. Um, but yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I, I'm doing that. What else am I doing? I'm gonna. I was supposed to be in a studio, but I'm not sure whether that's gonna happen until January. And maybe actually, it's good to just like. Just calm down a bit. Yeah. We, well, no, we're still doing the podcast. Um, well, yeah, if, when you're done with this, you can listen to your chat with Girls Aloud, you and your mum, <laughs> yeah. which we just recommended to. Well, we just started listening to that in the car. No swearing just yet, but I hear that's coming. Oh, there will be swearing. Coming. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we, we, we've got more podcasts to do. We've got an amazing one next week that's oh, coming great. out. Excellent. So that was quite a big one. Um, when's this coming out? Well, Friday, I believe. Okay, yeah. I think this, oh. this week, yeah. Okay, so if it's Friday. Yes. Yeah, we... We we've got a biggie. Should I say it? We yeah we interview chair. Oh wow! I know that's unbelievable. At I know your that's house? on Wednesday. No, we, we uh, you travel for chair. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. At her <laughs> we, house? we went to Paris. <laughs> oh, did you? We took the Eurostar. My mum took chicken soup on the Eurostar. Oh my god, for I share. love that. And did she yeah. love it? She took a few sips, and I think she enjoyed it. Okay, great. Yeah, I love that. Um, we let everybody uh, introduce us to somebody uh, to finish okay. off this chat. So I know that's a hard question because you'd be meeting people and listening to things constantly, but anyone musically you'd like to introduce us to? Well, I don't think you probably need introduction to her because the XX are so huge here huge. anyway. yes. But if people haven't listened to Romy's own album, yeah. Midair, it's fantastic. It's so brilliant. I adore her. Me and Romy are determined to do a duet together next year. We're going to get in the studio. I oh, really I'd love, love her. Um, and if not Romy, then you should check out Cleo Soul. She's quite, quite prolific with the amount that she's bringing out at the moment. And she's got just a, a heaven-sent voice. It's just a phenomenal voice. Um, who else? Yasmin Lacey's a great jazz singer from the UK. Um, so there you go. I love it. Um, Jesse. Lovely to meet you. You too. Um, good luck with your flight. Thank you. Getting back into that family mode with the kids. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see you out here again soon uh, for some more life I stuff. really hope yeah. so. And, and give Sydney food a go. I promise you we'll do you proud. Listen, I, 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 I'm relying on the Qantas <laughs> Lounge now because Oh, like, no, don't yeah. do that. Okay, good. Okay, well, course, where, should I, where should I eat in the airport? Oh, in the airport? Is the airport good here? Oh, the international terminal. Nah, let's forget. It. Let's forget this trip, and we'll, next time you come, give us some notice, and I'll, I'll give. I have uh, a list. I'll give Trent a big list. I have a list. <laughs> I, I, it, it needs to happen. Can people start listening to my music a bit? And yeah. you know, I'll come back and eat. Come back to the world. Thank tour. you. Lift the room. Push your pull.